Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello and happy Black History Month. Welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post What up? Oh, excuse me. What's going on, my postal compadre? How you feeling today? I'm doing good, man. What's up with you? I can't complain. You know, life's life's lifing. Yeah. You know. So, uh, what's new though? Uh, Black History Month, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's not new. It's been going on for some time, sir. It's it's back again. It's new this year. You can count on it. It's consistent. Black History Month. But there's always some shit that go down. Oh, it's all yeah. It's been an interesting. <laughs> it's only about three days, four days into Black History Month, and yeah. it's been a whirlwind of all kind of shit happening. Yeah. Uh, we might as well get right into it. Um, one of the things I'm I, uh, first of all, let me just go ahead and say, um, as a podcaster. I'm not here to defend anybody that got paid $100 million to um, talk on a microphone. So anyway, um, uh, one of my free speech fights that I've been uh, really uh, taken aback by is The View's Whoopi Goldberg. Now, let me just go ahead and say I hate The uh, the View. I think it's a pointless show, and they talk about a bunch of stuff, and they go on that television show every week and try to get people canceled for stupid stuff. And the the cancellation bug came around like a pendulum, and smacked our good sister Whoopi Goldberg in her face. And I personally think it's kind of ridiculous, right? So let me go ahead and explain why I think it's ridiculous and um, get your take on it. And, you know, I'm, I'm open to the conversation. If people disagree with me, that's fine. So Whoopi Goldberg was on The View. I don't watch The View. I didn't see the full clip in this context. I only heard her comments. Now, I would have to assume, first of all, my first question is, why the fuck are you guys talking about the Holocaust at 11 o'clock in the morning? Why aren't we talking about cake recipes? Yeah. Uh, you know those bikes where two people can ride tandem bicycles maybe those are making a comeback cool fashion tips or something i don't know why the holocaust is being discussed at 11 o'clock in the morning my assumption is they were discussing something that had to do with race in america or something and one of the other people on the panel compared the holocaust to race and whoopi goldberg because every day they have to go on the show five days a week and have takes Mm. that's the thing people understand about being entertainment. This is a this is a very low level form of, of entertainment, but I watch and consume a lot of entertainment. And for people like on Sports Center, The View, these shows that are talking head panel shows, you gotta have a take every day. 
you got to have an opinion. The, 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 the topics are pre-rehearsed. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they know what they're going to talk about. And maybe they knew what they were going to discuss, but this, but then, you know, Whoopi Goldberg got hit with an opinion that she's like, well, the point of this show is to like debate. So I'm going to hit her with a counter argument. So anyway, Whoopi Goldberg got hit with something about, well, dot, 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 the Holocaust is this. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg's take was, well, the Holocaust wasn't about race because the Holocaust was the Holocaust was about the evil capabilities of man, right? And Whoopi Goldberg, you have to keep in mind her her entire lens of racism is is an American lens. Mm-hmm. Whoopi, and here in America, it's skin color over everything. I understand people can say they're Italian, people can say that they're Irish, people can say that they're whatever, but all of those groups get lumped into white. Yeah, especially through the lens of Whoopi Goldberg, whose name is Whoopi. And she's 70 years old. Whoopi's been around for a long time. She's been called some fucking horrible shit by a lot of people that look a lot of different shades of white, right? So let's keep that in mind as well. So Whoopi's whole take was a Jewish person can hide that they're Jewish. Yeah. And so you, you can't identify them readily at, at the site of them being Jewish. So you had to, it was more about just hating a, a, a type of person that wasn't racially based. Yeah. That was her take. Whether the take was ignorant, whether the take was wrong, whether the take was whatever you think it is, it was a take. It was an opinion. She didn't say the Holocaust didn't happen. She didn't say the Holocaust, which somebody that used to work on that show, I believe, is, <laughs> is a Holocaust denier, and I'll get to her in a second. Um, she didn't say that the Holocaust wasn't a big deal. She just said, well, uh, Jewish isn't a race. Now, from the little bit of research that I've done in my life, I don't think that that's a false statement. From what I know, Hebrew is the race and the language and Judaism is the religion. Mm-hmm. So you can be Jew, you can be black and be Jewish. You can be Mexican and be Jewish. Yeah. You can be whatever and be Jewish. But a, a, a person who is, you know, of Israeli descent or is a Hebrew is that's the race. Yeah. So that is what she was, what she was trying to say was that like Jewish isn't a race. So the Holocaust wasn't a racial event and they suspended her from her job. Now, like I said, Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar and all those people go on that show every day and they bring up topics and they, they, they cast judgment on people and say that this person should be fired from their job. That's what they do. So it is ironic in a sense. But I love Whoopi Goldberg. Just because I hate that show, I love Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. I grew up on Sister Act. Whoopi Goldberg has won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. She's a legend. And they, fired, they suspended her from her job for two weeks like she's in middle school. <laughs> so my whole thing is like, where are we at in the world where you can't even... You can't even be wrong, but like ignorant, but not not with the intention of harming anybody. I don't think that anything Whoopi Goldberg said was harmful. You can think it was ignorant, but it wasn't harmful. Now, I understand we live in a world where people will take the the uh, term hate speech and use it to just kind of it's like you paint huge swaths. It's mm-hmm. like this is all hate speech. So you can't say it. But if you can listen to the clip of what Whoopi Goldberg said and think that there's malintent in there or hate in there, you're out of your mind. And the idea that they suspended this lady from her job for two weeks is crazy. And I wouldn't come back if I was her. Whoopi Goldberg has been on that show for like 20 years. That show. That, that show I didn't <laughs> even know that show has been on that long. Bro, what, The View's been on for a long time. Has and Whoopi it? Goldberg has been there for a long time. And they suspended her from her job for two weeks. And you know what I'd like to know is how many times Megan McCain got suspended. Because Megan McCain, who's not on the show anymore, used to go in there and talk about Black Lives Matter and Freddie Gray and George Floyd and with this scowl on her face and disgusted and talking down to black America like she had all the answers and you guys just need to pull your pants up and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, I, and, and talk to Whoopi Goldberg crazy, who is her elder, 
talk to Whoopi Goldberg, talking over her, c- cutting her off. And I never heard any many, too many times that Meghan McCain got suspended, right? So the idea that it's like, I understand, like, hey, Jewish people don't want their uh, their their religion, their race to be offended. And so they jump on it really quickly and defend themselves and, 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 and the world moves. But it doesn't, people don't take uh, that much um, care and, 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 and delicacy when they discuss black issues in a way more harsh form. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard the most intense discussions that people are not prepared to have, but feel comfortable having them about black America and do them wrong and, and, and with, with, with false statistics and stuff. And there's no consequences. So the idea that this lady got, she got suspended from her job for saying, and again, please, anybody out there who's Jewish, correct me if I'm wrong. What Whoopi Goldberg said was, Jewish is not a race. And from what I've understood is, Judaism is the religion, Hebrew is the race and the language. So you can be Jewish and not be Hebrew. So if everybody in the Holocaust was Jewish, but wasn't Hebrew, that's why they had to wear stars to identify them. Because you might not know I'm Jewish just by looking at me. Yeah. And that's her take. Now, Stephen A. Smith might go on Sports Center tomorrow and go, I think LeBron James is not even a top 20 player. And he'll get lambasted for that. But like that's his job to go on there and and spark discussion and, 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 and have conversations. And then maybe next week they bring on a Jewish person and the Jewish person corrects Whoopi Goldberg or they have a back and forth in a discussion and then people learn. And I just don't want to live in a world where it's like, no, 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 you have to make sure that every time you speak, you are 100% infallible. There's no room for mistakes because if you do make a mistake, you don't get a chance to correct it. We're just going to penalize you and punish you and then you have to shut up. You can't work something out. You can't try to you're trying to work a thought out. You just say it and you're like, I don't know. I don't have it fully flushed out, but I'm just trying to say that, you know, slavery and the Holocaust are different because slavery was race-based. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, so I, I think that it's a little bit different. The Holocaust was more evil because it wasn't about race. And she was trying to say something like that. And instead of opening the conversation, bringing on an expert or something like that, they just punished her. Yeah. And there was no malice in what she said. There was no hate in what she said. So how do you feel about like, you know, as somebody who's who said some stuff on this podcast before and has heard has had people come and 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 and, and you know and rip apart and, and dissect every word that they said and compare them to other people that they know that said something that sounded slightly like what you what you might have said and in, in in an unformed thought. Yeah. How do you feel about Whoopi Goldberg being suspended for saying something not fully flushed out? Well, first of all, I, didn't, I don't watch The View either. Of course. And the only people that's on The View is, I know, is Whoopi Goldberg. And like uh, of young course. Jeezy's wife, I think. is. What's, that's a different show. That's a different show. <laughs> that's it's not the same show. But it's the, same, it's the same show. It's what like called it? like the, 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 the Drink or something. It's, like, oh, it's like the same show, but young. Oh, okay. Whatever. Anyway, I don't watch the show. I didn't even know it was on that long. Yeah, very um, long time. I think it's kind of funny. What if like, Whoopi was her real name? Well, I think, you know, the funniest part of it is like her name is Whoopi Goldberg. And that's like a very <laughs> Jewish sounding name. Mm. So I think that that's funny too. Yeah. I don't know if she chose that. La- I don't know if that's her last name by birth. Yeah. If she maybe has, if she has Jewish lineage, I don't know. But like, I just that's a very like, I that's a very Jewish sounding name. But yeah. Anyway, I just think I, I don't think she. I think her being suspended has something to do with like, by it not being sports. You coming on sports show? Yeah, of course. I'm not. I'm not. Some, I wasn't trying to complain. Yeah, yeah saying something ridiculous. Saying yeah. something ridiculous. You're not gonna get suspended for that. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Sports, about sports. Yeah, it's different. But yeah. 
on this is like you have to when you say stuff gotta be sensitive that right? could hurt where you have to be sensitive also i feel like you have to be in a neutral place when you say things because like you can't be now you can't be like leaning one side sure because people are just gonna take it the wrong way whatever you say so yeah. i think now like companies and stuff like that tv networks you have to be neutral with the things you say because her being suspended, I think her being suspended has something to do with pr- protecting the bottom line of the show. Sure. So do you think it sounded like she was saying Jewish people don't have it as hard as black people? Do you think it could have been misconstrued that way? Is that what you're trying to say? Or it could have been like, or could have been like, like... she's taking the side of like, I'm black, don't... Let's not compare Jewish to black. Yes. Yeah, I, not, I get it. Yeah, exactly. I think I, that's exactly why she said that. I get, I get it. I, I don't think it. it had anything to do with her trying to disrespect the Holocaust. Because it didn't sound like she no. was. No, yeah. It was just sound like, don't... It's like it's different. Don't it's even like try to put it in the same category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But it's like, but her being suspended has something that I think that had more more something to do with just protecting the, sh- the network. Of course, the show. of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course. I don't think it was any kind of like. I think it was just like the thing you have to. But that's that's what I take issue with. Yeah. Is that that's the world we live in now? Yeah. It's like that's, that's the thing you have is. to do. I don't think anybody came into Whoopi Goldberg's dressing room and was like, "How dare you say?" I think it was just like, "Hey, Whoopi." This is what we have to do. You got to take a break. Go go take a quick vacation. You got to step away for a bit because we got to look like we don't tolerate that here. Because listen, the perfect example to that situation is Dave Chappelle went on that stand up and was like, the baby killed somebody in the Walmart. Yeah. And was blasted for what he said was crazy. I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going against that. But I mean, like, it's like, look what we prioritize yeah. in this world today. It's like, he was like, the baby killed somebody in the Walmart. Yeah. Nobody said anything. Uh, nothing. His career took off. N- took off. Did better. Did better. That's what the word is today. It's just like it's just certain things when people was like, "Oh, I got a problem with that." Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna punish you for it. Absolutely, and it, and it's 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 not even a it's not even a discussion about because what the baby said about people with AIDS was gross. And right. I, and I have nothing um, positive to defend him about. No, but absolutely it is, not. But but what it is is when you see these these these. Um, these punishments come down it's from corporations who don't want their pockets hurt yeah it's absolutely. not a, it's not a it's not a a moral no, and principled stance no. even if it's moral and principled on the punishment. internet and the people that the communities that were affected and feel like offensive things were said to them even if they feel mad the punishment isn't coming from a person who feels mad about what the person said no they just want you to keep buying their stuff it's so more, like go right. ahead and kick them off of this suspend them from this yeah it's more like it's more like me protecting my pockets than you learning a lesson yes and but the the dangerous part in that is we've gotten to a point now where companies will protect their bottom dollar even at the the slightest hint yeah, uh, where uh, where something might just be a, a this might be a good moment for a conversation but instead it's like no get them out no fire them get no. them off here instead of like because stuff is so quick social yeah. media is so it's so fast you yeah. blink and it's like the whole fucking company shut down or something like yeah. you got to do it. it's just like we got to be on it let's get let's wash our hands from it get away from it and let's move on yeah so it's just i don't know it's just a weird time man and i i feel like Whoopi goldberg's an an interesting example because it's fucking Whoopi goldberg man yeah. who can say something ne- negative about Whoopi goldberg right and then all of a sudden she says something that might have not been in the most articulate form but i but i can see her thought line you know what I mean? Like that's the thing that's crazy to me. And again, if everybody don't see it that way, though. but it's, you catch one piece that you don't like, it's like, oh, we're gonna take that, sound and then we're gonna blast her for like when I went on here and said what I said. It's like they just, it's just whatever people want to pick and choose what they want to be mad at. They'll yeah. take that and then try to cancel you whatever for it. Yeah, and not and not even ask questions or open up the conversation of like, oh, I think you were wrong because it is. Yeah, just you're just gonna blast somebody for it, not even open up a conversation to, to like help them learn. Like yeah. that's. 
that's not where we at. Right? I just, I just, I just feel like we've gotten to a point, and it's not even, new, it's not new. It's been like this for years, but we're at such a point where, like, like context just it doesn't matter anymore. No, and that's like that's really sad. No, because it's like, headlines and it's, it's news articles. And yeah, all like you take a ten minute conversation, and then you take thirty seconds from that ten minute conversation, and blast that where out of context. This shit sounds crazy. Yeah, and like it's like, of course. yeah, this shit sounds. And even as the person that says it, you're like, yeah, out of context. That sounds super crazy. But then how about? 30 seconds after that 30 second clip where I go and I know this sounds crazy but just hear me out and then I go fully around and I and I and I flush the thought out and 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 we have a good conversation and we come to a conclusion none of that matters here's the sound bite get angry yeah but also when you google Whippy Goldberg suspended it pops up Whippy Goldberg something holocaust comments and that's when you go yeah, so oh, well, she, shit. Said, she said the she Holocaust. Said the Holocaust. Fake? It's like yeah. it's like now with those headlines like now especially now yeah. people are not reading People like no, people I'm not read, reading read the story. Read I'm the reading the headline, and I'm yeah. gonna think I'm gonna just have my you and know then opinions, regret. and then yeah. I'm gonna just go. And now it. we've gotten to the point. The craziest part of that, when you say that, that's because that's a really good point. Is like, you know how many people I talk to, especially during the last fucking four years of the mm-hmm. whole Trump cycle and everything. People just regurgitating the headline, to the headline, them, without and even knowing wrong. anything Completely else wrong. after that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, you know, Whoopi Goldberg said something bad about the Holocaust. What'd she say? I don't know, but you know, you can't say stuff about the Holocaust, man. That's messed up. But well, what'd she say? Well, I don't really know, but like. She couldn't have been anything good if, if she got suspended. You're yeah. like, I, and then that person walks away from that, going, "Damn, Whoopi Goldberg said Jewish people suck." Yeah, and so she got suspended. And it's a game of telephone. Yep. And now, and then the whole world is like, yep. "Yeah, no, Whoopi Goldberg uh, hates Jewish people." It's crazy we played that game as kids, and, and it was like, we, we didn't take that as a lesson. No, that's the world now. <laughs> right. The world's a game of telephone, man. It's it's it really is insane, and it's like funny to laugh at, but it's it's it's, it's sad, yeah, man, yeah, because yeah. I'm a person who. I really try to I really try to be careful with what I say and I try to put thought into into the things I say and and that doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. You can't. The world this is not is a, the world isn't a test, man. Right. The world isn't I'm not in school anymore and I'm glad I'm not. I yeah. can't everything that I say out of my mouth isn't going to be this perfectly crafted idea. It's going to be sometimes it's a half of an idea. Sometimes it's just like a, a a little sliver of a thought that I had while I was in the shower. Yeah. You know, yeah. like and and I just come on this on this microphone and I might say it and I might not get it fully right. I might make a reference to something that I got wrong. Yeah, you know, and, and thankfully I've never said anything. You never said. Let's not make it out like you said something like, like no. evil or. But something that's like why that. I came on here and said what I said after because like we said we we said pay with mics in front of our mouth. So it's like again, like you said, but like you said when the whole thing was happening, nobody is gonna you know be on our side because we talk because we sit here and talk. Yeah, do this, but it's like you can't sit here and, and try to. Just everything you constantly think of every, yeah. everything you say out of your mouth. You can't. That's impossible. That's impossible. You can't. And do it's that. not real, bro. Yeah. That's the thing. Is like people are so pious and 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 in this world, and it's like they can't wait. And 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 it, oh, and that like everybody yeah. has that tomato in their hand constantly. They're just like fucking. Go ahead. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> just wait. I want you to say something that I even disagree with slightly, so I can not only throw this tomato, but then tell everybody yeah. else in the world yeah, out of man. context. Why they should be throwing yeah. tomatoes at you too, and then you go and you go talk to somebody just without a microphone in front of your face, and you have a discussion with people, and people are out here saying really dumb and really hurtful potentially things, yeah. but they just don't have a camera in front of their face, or no. they're not talking on a microphone, and it's just you just gotta you gotta you gotta appreciate and understand that man. There's a lot of hypocrisy in the world. A lot of people who are quick to throw those stones. If you put a microphone on them without them knowing. They would get caught saying the most crazy, flagrant, cancelable, yep. cancelable shit in the world. Yep. But there's it's pe- it's people in the world so quick to well, judge. Like perfect, because you're not. Nobody's perfect, <laughs> and I'm not. And this is not. I'm not. This. I don't want to like because there's a lot of shit going on in the podcasting world about yep. different. I'm not trying to broaden this to say like there aren't things that 
there aren't responsibilities that people in front of microphones have. There are there aren't things that you shouldn't say or there are things that you should be careful with how you say them. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is context has to matter and you have to be able to have a discussion if you know for a fact that the, what was said was not said with malice. Yeah. If you know for a fact that it just was like, oh, that was just ignorant. You know, I think ignorant has become a word of hate. Like people have taken, ignorance has been co-opted by racism. Like ignorance and racism right now go hand in hand. How? Because it's like if you're, it's like if you're, if you're racist, you're ignorant. But you, if you don't know something, you're yeah. ig- you're ignorant. And so it means that, like, if you just don't know something, you're ignorant. Yeah. You know. And so the idea that like, oh yeah, somebody can make an ignorant statement, but it was innocently ignorant. I really just, I thought I knew what I was talking about, but then after further discussion. I don't. I don't know what I was talking about, yeah. or, I, or sounds, I didn't it say it the like, right way. It sounds like they using it as the word rude. Like it's yes, it's mean. Yes, that's not what. It, yes, not and that's not what it, not what it is. Ignorant is just. It's meant to insult now. Whereas, like, it, it's, it's like it's, it should be okay to be ignorant because if you if you can acknowledge that you're ignorant, hopefully you're willing to change. Yeah, you're hoping to hope you're willing to change that ignorance. That's what you hope. It's like if I if I acknowledge like yeah, what I said was ignorant, and so I went and did some 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 studying and, and some education, and now I'm not ignorant on that subject anymore. Right. As opposed to like, you're ignorant. Yeah. It's like a slur. That's what it is now. It's like, it's like an insult. Yeah. And I'm going to say it one more time because I want to stand on what I'm saying because I feel like, I feel like suspension was, was an overreaction. Yeah. I feel like some of the stuff that I said, saw being said about Whoopi Goldberg was an overreaction. So I'm going to stand on what I'm saying again because maybe what I'm saying is ignorant and I'm willing for somebody to come and correct me. From what I've understood, Judaism is a religion. Hebrew is the language and the race. And you can be Jewish and not be of Hebrew descent. So that's the take. If you disagree with the take, if you think the take is uh, like not fully flushed out or only like pseudo correct, if it's only if it's only a little bit correct, there's more nuance to be had there, then I'm open to having the discussion. But instead of that happening, they suspended her from her job. Yeah. I would love to know too, because I had a, the per- one person that one person that we used to hang out with say he was Jewish. And he was black. He was full on black. No, but he said he. That's a whole different thing. No, no, no. But he I, said he was like the, one of those. Like, no, no I don't no, even want to get into. No, no, no. But the, he still used the term Jewish. Jewish. But he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm real. He was one of those guys. Like, I'm real. He, I don't even want to get into it. He was, uh, he, yeah, yeah. He was a black Jewish. He's a black that's a different thing, though. Yeah, he was, very, he was in a cult. He was in a cult. Yeah, that guy was. A, <laughs> it's a, it's a little bit different. They met in like a pal center, uh, uh, janitor's closet. It was a whole thing. He was in a cult. It's not comparative at all. I'm talking about the the known practice of Judaism, not with our friend, uh, associate. Yeah, I don't associate. know. He's not a friend. Not what our associate was talking about. He had to be in the house by five o'clock. He wasn't allowed to cut his hair. Crazy. It was a cult. He was in a cult. And that's why we don't talk to him anymore. So, um, but yeah, no, my only, my only point is just like, come on, man, like, Let's 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 allow context to, to, to matter. Let's let's allow civil discourse to matter. Like let's let's be able to have a discussion without just jumping to um, calling people the worst things under the sun and wanting to de- deplatform them and and, and, and shut pe- silence people. I just I just it's a dangerous world. Yeah, you know that's my only point. Like you, or just because you didn't like how something was said doesn't mean people don't have a right to say it. And that's my only point, man. And I'm open to all. I want all the smoke. Uh, whatever people want to say to me is cool. I have no, I have no issue with it. You know, yeah. this is a hot button topic right yeah, now. Message so. the page. Yeah, <laughs> message me. Message me. It's it's no problem. I'm 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 open to all the discussions. It's whatever, yeah. bro. So, anyway, friend. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about just briefly because 
it just keeps it just keeps happening and it's going to it's going to keep happening forever. In Minnesota, a young man 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 named Amir Locke on February 2nd was shot in an apartment. There was initially a, a knock and announce warrant was filed to go search a raid or whatever, you know, enter this apartment. Uh, because there was a murder at an apartment complex. Mm -hmm. So they got warrants to go into like three different apartment buildings. And initially they filed a a knock-in announce warrant. But the police department said they were not going to enact that. Like they refused to to do that. A no knock? A knock and announce. Oh, okay. So then they refiled it and a judge signed off on a no knock warrant, which is infamously. Did they stop those? No. Which is infamous. Maybe they stopped him in in St. Louis, where Breonna Taylor infamously yeah. was killed because of a no a no knock warrant. In Min- in Minnesota, they still do no knock warrants, but now after this, the mayor has said, or because it's Minneapolis, the mayor of Minneapolis has come out and said, "We're going to go ahead and take a look at no knock warrants now." Even though we spent the last two years discussing a girl that was murdered because of a no knock warrant. So, Amir Locke was a DoorDash worker mm-hmm. who went and crashed at his cousin's apartment. He has a legal firearm because he's a DoorDash worker, and it can get it's an it can be a dangerous job sometimes. Is open know. gun in, in uh, Minnesota? It's what open open carry? I mean, well, I mean, he was in a he was asleep in an apartment building. So it, oh, it, he was in his house. He was, oh, okay. in, yeah, he, he was in a house. It wasn't okay. his house. It was his okay. it was his cousin's apartment. Oh, no. Okay, it doesn't matter. At six thirty in the morning, the police initially initially they they you know they they got in. He was he was murdered, and then they said you know they made they announced themselves as they came in. He got up, pointed the gun at them, and then they shot him. And then the body cam footage was released. And it showed the police unlocking the door, opening the door, entering the threshold. Then sh- then as they started rushing into the apartment, shouting that they were the police with their flashlights, it's dark in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Amir Locke gets up from the couch with the covers still over him. You know that wake up when you're just groggy? Yeah. You know, and you got the whole covers over you and your head, you just covered up. And he had his gun out. But but like down, mm-hmm. you know, like it was out and in his hand, but it wasn't pointed at anybody. And once they saw that he had a gun, groggy with a with the cover still over him, they shot him several times and he died. Mm. So his last moments in life were blinding lights, shouting, just chaos. Him grabbing his legal firearm, which is like Second Amendment, right? This is what this whole country's built off of. And he was murdered. And they went on to say that it was justified and, you know, he had a gun and he pointed it at the police and then the body cam footage came out. And now this is up for debate. The mayor has stopped taking questions. The chief of police is no longer doing interviews. Um, and they have identified the, 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 the officer who was leading the charge who shot him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen this. We've seen this before. He's probably going to get off because of qualified immunity and they're going to call it a justified shooting. But the idea that you can go and get a warrant that says you don't have to announce yourself and you can burst into somebody's home in the dead of night while somebody's asleep. And somebody not be terrified. And somebody not be terrified or react away or jump up and you know it, it just it just it just it boggles my mind. And this guy was murdered, you know, in 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 a, in a haze, fresh out of his sleep, with the covers still on him. He didn't even get the Take the covers off. He doesn't know what ha- what is happening. It was it was so That's fast. Terrifying. I think it was like nine seconds. He didn't even get a chance to look. Yeah, 
grab this gun as as you should if you're a legal firearm carrier and somebody bursts into an apartment in the middle of the night. You know, like so he I don't what he didn't do anything wrong. Couldn't wait. So yeah, man. Rest in peace to rest in peace to Amir Locke, man. And uh, it's a shitty way to start off Black History Month, but you know, it's it's this is this is the country we live in. So we got to talk about that kind of stuff. Anyway, friend, on some this isn't even like this isn't lighthearted either, but it's a little more lighthearted. Um, so I sent you a story about Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So Jeff Bezos has become the Lex Luthor of the world, right? He's he's uh, he, he really and he's leaned into it. He really is like I'm going to be the most infamous evil billionaire guy i just do all kind of crazy shit his latest crazy thing is i believe he's having a half a billion dollar mega yacht being built in like denmark or something i could be wrong about the country but let's just say it's denmark there's this bridge that was blown up during world war ii Mm -hmm. they rebuilt the bridge to commemorate world war ii and the soldiers and the bravery and all that good stuff made a promise to the city that they will never tear this bridge down. And Jeff Bezos is having his super mega yacht that has a helipad on it and fucking race car track. <laughs> fucking crazy. Race car track. Just uh, that was that was an over example. Oh, but it has a helipad on it. Right. Like his helicopter can take him to his yacht, his mega yacht. Well, that don't sound crazy because there's uh cruises with fucking go-kart tracks on it. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure it has some <laughs> I'm I'm sure you know, I say I'm over exaggerating, yeah. but it it might have that on there. I don't know. But I, I know for a fact it has a helipad yeah. on there. Anyway, the yacht is so big, it's so massive that they have to destroy the bridge to get it out of the like harbor that is being built in, <laughs> which is the most cra- like that's how that's the most evil amount of money I've ever heard of. First of all, the the boat it's a boat, not a house. It's a boat, so I mean it's it's, basically, house? it's yeah it's basically a mansion <laughs> on the water. But he has so he has a water mansion, and it's so big that they have to destroy a a landmark, a monument to World War II. So that it can freely move out of the harbor that it's in, and I read that and I was just like, man, that's real fuck you money, man. Get money to the to the whatever is that country? Oh, he he greased the right palms. Yeah, he greased all the right palms. Yeah, sure. I'll, and I'll they came out and went, and hey, listen, rebuild it again. The spirit of the bridge will always be here. They're gonna build it up, but it's gonna be able to open up next time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just is uh, that dude is uh, has really leaned into being evil. He's like, yeah, man. So much money. Do you have to work at my factories for twenty six hours straight, and you have to pee in bottles? Yeah, but look at my boat. Steph just started working at at Amazon. Yeah, so I told her I was like, if, tell, she, if, get if, she, hand, if she get out of hand, tell her leave. to quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come up there. I'll, yeah, don't, so don't, don't call, no. we'll come up there. It doesn't cause no problems. <laughs> yeah, they told me I have to like, uh, I have to eat in ten seconds. It's crazy. I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, you keep production high. Yeah, you gotta scarf that down. Everything's time is like. Well, she hasn't said that, but I know people that what that was working. It was like everything's time. Just go to the bathroom. Got a couple seconds, couple minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. But that's what happens when that's capitalism, right? They get you down to they they have you down on paper. So they 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 have a, the hours in a day, manpower, labor hours, and they get it down to like how can we squeeze every yeah. last minute of work out of you? Well, if you cut this out and you can only go to the bathroom at eleven. Three and five. Those are the only times you can go to the bathroom. Then they'll work ten percent more efficiently, or whatever. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, but I'm a person. <laughs> How about I, Numbers, I got man. in a fight with my spouse last night? I'm just having an off day. No, no. What? But according to the paper, that Numbers we didn't factor that in. Numbers don't lie, man. Yeah, we didn't factor that in. <laughs> so you need to move your hands at this speed. I don't give a okay. shit. But I, oh man, I broke. I got carpal tunnel, so my hands are left. Well, then you can carpal find another job. Yeah. <laughs> you can go and go. Maybe take that shit to FedEx. You're like, well, damn. You know, so. Yeah, man, the world's crazy. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get into some Patreon shout-outs, huh? 
Yes, once again, shout out to everybody who's been joining the Patreon as of late. I hope you're enjoying the content on there. Got some stuff in the works. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. I'm really excited about some of the stuff that's coming down the pipeline. I think you guys are going to enjoy it very much. But let's go ahead and get into these shout outs. Up first, we got Lanny D. Shout out to Lanny D. Much love and appreciation to you. Your name, I wish I could say it because it sounds beautiful. It's, I don't know if that's uh, Italian or whatever. I don't know. But the D, there's a lot of stuff coming after that D. And I wish I could say it, but hey, you know what your name is. Anyway, next up, we got Mary R. Shout out to Mary R. I like uh, her email address. I'm not going to say that either. I don't know if you can get hacked by that way, but I like your email address. I'm into that. Mary, shout out to you. Up next, we got Rachel T. Shout out to Rachel T. It's a lot of Rachel tension. In, no, that's a, that's a bad joke for Black History Month. Uh, uh, up next, we got Jessica <laughs> Jessica S. Hey, Jessica, shout out to you, okay? And also, shout out to you. Not many people put a profile picture on their Patreon, and I, I like that. I like to be able to see who we're, who we're talking to, who yeah. we're chatting with. I don't, it doesn't need to be a fox all the time. Up next, we got Mimi. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. I like it. Keep The okay. Emancipation of Mimi, great album. Remember yeah. when Mariah Carey made her comeback? Don't forget about us. Great song. I know you used to cry to that all the time. <laughs> Up next, we got Alyssa B. Shout out to Alyssa B. Much love and appreciation. Shout out to you. And I can't tell if those are bangs or a beanie But either way, it's dope uh, Shout out to you and shout out to all those people Go ahead and turn that down Yeah, man uh, <laughs> Friend, let's go ahead and get the, the wheels turning And get people excited We're having another virtual house party At the end of this month Yeah. Now Should we should, should we tell them the costume idea Or should we just hold, nah, hold, hold to, close, yeah. close, close to the vest and, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I will say is, friend Just to get you excited For this virtual house party Mm-hmm I'm looking for a makeup artist. Okay. Who can do uh color blending <laughs> and skin type of situations. All right. That's what I'm that's what I'm gonna leave it at. If you're in the Baltimore area, you're willing to take a drive. Do wigs? It's it's wig ish. It's in the wig family for sure. It's no, the, do do they do wigs though? Like who? is that oh, I don't have a person. Get, I don't have a person. Whoever I'm just putting to, it out there. This whoever the you get to do it. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they do. We can find wigs. Mm. You hey man, you look, I'm Mr. Wig. All right. I'm the wig guy. You want to wear a wig? <laughs> yeah, man. I'll get you. Let's we'll get, we'll get you a wig. Yeah. Matter of fact, you know you what? Know I'm going no, for I already it. know. <laughs> no, we ain't can't say. I didn't know. Okay, that's like that's how you want to carry it. Yeah. I'm getting you a wig. Yeah. No, say no more. So you don't even have to. You don't. Yes, you. Okay. Yeah. Now, oh, now I'm excited. <laughs> they don't even know what we're talking about. Now yeah. I'm excited. I'm gonna have a prosthetic person come. Yeah. Let for me, myself. Uh, let me look it up again, cause. If it, if it's what I think it is, I always wanted the hairstyle, man. Even, ever since I was a kid, I gotta see. What, I gotta see what it is. You gotta have peak confidence for that hairstyle, though. But I will find you that fucking wig if you're if you're down and you don't fucking chicken shit out on me. I will procure you that wig, and you gotta fucking wear that wig, and we gotta take photos to put up online. <laughs> you gotta be down for all of that. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I'm gonna look for. I'm looking for a prosthetic person in the Baltimore area that's down. Um, that knows about makeup, uh, color shading, and some prosthetic type of situations. And Fran's looking into wigs. So that's the kind of energy we're bringing. February. I don't want to say a date yet, but it's gonna be at the end of this February. I'm super excited for the next virtual house party. I hope you guys can join us. Anyway, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. 
where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon. On Prime for details. Welcome back. It's my turn to go first this week. Um, I don't know if you heard of this story before, but my affirmative murder this this week is about the the Browns Chicken Massacre. Browns Chicken. Browns Chicken. No, I've never heard of that. Yes, it was a um, it was a restaurant it's called Browns Chicken and Pasta, I believe. Browns in, Chicken, Illinois. Chicken and Pasta. Yep. This case went. It remained unsolved for uh, nearly nine years mm. before the uh, assailants were. Um, Eventually caught. So on January 8th, 1993, seven people were killed in Brown's Chicken and Pasta on 168 West Northwest Highway in Palatine. The victims included owner Richard and Lynn Ellenfeld mm. and five employees, Guadalupe Maldonado, Michael C. Castro, and Rico El Salas. The last two were, were high school students who were working there part-time. Mm. Thomas Menz and Marcus Nelson the assailants stole between $1,800 and $1,900 from the restaurant. This is equivalent to $3,200 to $3,400 in 2020. Seven people. Yeah. Not that there's an amount of money right. that would be cool, but... Like, it still is like, it's not this... Why? Like, what do you, how, how much do you think a restaurant is going to hold... That you're willing to he go did, in there and murder he, people? He ain't sitting in a safe. I mean, this was what? It was 1993. I don't know if, if restaurants had safe. They was keeping a whole bunch of money in safe. Even if like they that. did, how much are you expecting to be in a chicken restaurant? Like, stockpiled. Million. They, they thought it was yeah. going to cash out, man. I love the chicken here. It's <laughs> million dollar <laughs> chicken to me. all my money. Yeah. yeah, it's million dollar chicken to me. $1,900, bro. Seven people. Oh, come on. Yeah. So, the, the Ellen Feltz daughter was scheduled to, to be at the restaurant that night. The two of them but happened not to be present at the time of the killing. Um, so Michael Castro's parents called the police a couple hours after closing time. Later, Guadalupe, Guadalupe's wife also called the police, concerned that her husband did not return from did not return home from work and that his car was still apparently in the parking lot after Brown's Chicken and Pasta closed. So his car was still out there after, after the restaurant had closed. Guadalupe's up. a man? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I always thought that that was a woman's name. I don't know, but I only heard of guys with that name. Oh, you know some Guadalupe's? I don't know, no, but I, but you know of yeah, yeah. of Guadalupe's yeah, and, and their men. Usually, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so when officers arrived in the building, they spotted the rear employee's door wide open. Inside, they found the seven bodies, some face down and some face up, in a cooler and in a walk-in refrigerator. When the Palatine police found the bodies, it was more than five and a half five, five and a half hours after the nine p.m. closing. So this was a good amount of time they, you know, police were called yeah. when they actually arrived and went to do a walkthrough in the place. So in March 2002, more than nine years after the murders, Ann Lockett came came forward and implicated her former boyfriend, James Degorski, mm. and his associate, Juan Luna, in the crime. Luna was a former employee of the restaurant. I had a so suspicion. It's always, yeah, it's always somebody that was, it's always an inside job. 
So in April 2002, the Palatine Police Department matched a DNA sample from Luna to a sample of saliva from a piece of partially eaten chicken found in the garbage during the crime scene investigation. That's fascinating. And this sounds just like uh, the... Um, the Grim Sleeper? The Grim Sleeper. Yeah. Lonnie Every Franklin. time I hear stuff like that, I always... A always straw. Yeah. <laughs> it took a straw, man. Yep. From 1986 or something to like 2009, dude was killing mad women in a fucking straw from crazy. a trash can. Yep. And it was his son's saliva. It wasn't even his. That's crazy. That DNA shit is crazy, man. It's crazy. So they, but they just happened to find some old chicken in some a old trash chicken. can. Yeah. It, it was him. Yep. So the chicken was, so it says this was kind of, this part was kind of confusing. So they found the parsley eating chicken in the trash can mm-hmm. when he did the crime scene investigation. Right. So in that case, he had to be like, he, he like ate there. Ate there or he was at work earlier that day or something. Yes, or something. Or he maybe worked the, you know, the morning shift or something and then came back. How good is the chicken though that you, you didn't have to eat. Just plotting while you eat. You didn't have to eat the chicken, plotting, man. man. I guess you don't think of DNA, but still. Yeah, like, right, you can, you, that's what people fuck up. You're not going to think about them. They, they, they yeah. going go to trash, get that. They're not worried about it. They worry about these bodies, I believe, here. They're not worried about the trash. That's. But right. again, he, he was there when he was on his lunch or whatever. Right. He was there at some, at some point. Yeah, he was thinking Bef- about before it. The, before the murder and the robbery, yes. he came there and ate chicken. Yep. So the chicken was kept in a freezer for most of the time since the crime. Testimony at the trial indicated it was not frozen for several days after discovery, and it was allowed to thaw several times for examination and testing in hope of an eventual match via increasingly sophisticated testing methods not available in 1993. Mm-hmm. So the Palatine Police Department took the two suspects in custody on May 16, 2002. Luna confessed to the crime during the interrogation, mm. though his lawyers would later claim that he was coerced mm-hmm. to do so through corporal punishment. Mm. and threats of deportation. Mm. The pair who met at Palatine at Palatine's William Fremd High School subsequently went to trial. On May 10th, 2007, Juan Luna was found guilty of all seven counts of murder. Mm. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole on May 17th. The state sought the death penalty, which was available at the time, but the jury's vote of 11 to 1 in favor of the death penalty fell short to the required agreement to impose it. Because you need twelve, you need all twelve to agree. On September 29, two thousand nine, James Degorski was found guilty of all seven counts of murder, mm. largely on the testimony of his former girlfriend Ann Lockett and another woman, who both stated that Legorski confessed to confessed to them. Mm. On October twentieth, two thousand nine, he was sentenced to life in prison without parole, and all but two of the jurors voted for the death penalty. In March of twenty fourteen, a jury awarded James Degorski, and this is the same dude. This is years before he was. No, this is after. I'm sorry. So this was in 2014. I'm sorry. So a jury so awarded after he was convicted. after he was caught. Yeah. So jury awarded James uh, Degorski of four hundred fifty-one thousand dollars in compensation and damages after being beating after being beaten by a sheriff deputy of Cook County Jail in May 2002. So he wasn't caught until 2000. He wasn't convicted until 2009. So it's unrelated. Just some this other some, thing. Something different. Something else they might have tried to have been coercing him to confess to or yeah. something. Yeah. So he suffered facial fractures and required surgery, and the deputy the deputy was eventually dismissed. But this happened in, in 2014 after he was already right. convicted. So who got the 450 is the who question. Who got the 450? Not his, not his ex-girlfriend. Hell no. But either way, he was about to, he thought he was about to get 
The, in, in 2002? Oh, 2002. Like, oh, 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 I got a half a million I'm about to coming. get paid. Yeah. Uh, it's about to be a wrap. I'm about, I gotta, I'm about to get away with murder. Oh, yeah. Well, he has at this point. 2002, I've been getting away with murder for like seven years now. Yeah, and I got 450 coming. Yeah, what is no. that called? They put you put like a somebody that has to like is is in charge of your finances. I can't remember the like the a financial term. advisor or something. No, but like no, but like she's like speaks for him because he's in jail, he's in prison, so oh, he can't yeah. spend his money. So somebody has to be made like you know his proxy or whatever. Yeah, like to you know and has access to that money because you can't just put that on your books. You can't. Why not? Just get 450? all four fifty. All, all the cinnamon shit. buns and <laughs> a cup of soups. Making all kind of fifis. No, you oh can't. No, you can't have. He'd be living lavish in there. He'd man. be getting. He'd be getting extorted. Is what it would be. He'd be buying everybody food. It would be crazy. So? You know what that would do to the the prison economy? Somebody just becomes a bajillion. That's like a bajillion dollars in prison money. Four fifty on your commissary. I th- he's like that's like Jeff Bezos. That'd be crazy. You can build the super yacht of snacks. What if somebody got that though? Like. Some rich person that was like got convicted of something. I'm sure there's a limit. Got, they got like a, a million. Whatever the max is. On, on, on the books. There's the limit. There has to be a limit. Whereas like the, the max you can put on there is got, like five grand. He got like all the white shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he don't wear it. He like. Um, Dame, oh, Dame uh, Dash? Dame Dash. He don't wear, t- he don't wear oh, a yeah. shirt Oh, twice. I throw all my t-shirts away. I only wear them once. I pop tags on it. Wear it once. I throw it away. Living like that in prison is, is wild. <laughs> it's crazy. So I got all. Look at all these radios I have. You um, want a radio? Yeah. That'd be wild, man. Just got a million on the books, bro. So I got a PS5 in here? Living. Because they got all kinds of shit in jail now. I don't know oh, yeah. You don't have to be a millionaire. Now, I don't know what the fuck is going on. TikTok. Uh, so the incident had an adverse effect on the entire Brown's Chicken franchise. Sales um, at all restaurants dropped 35%. Oh, it's a chain? Within, yeah, within. I guess it's like in Illinois. It's, it's mm. a thing out there. I don't know. I've never heard of it before. Oh. If anybody's from Chicago or Illinois or whatever. Yeah. Let us know. Let what, us know what, is, it, is it comparable to like a Roy Rogers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, did they, you guys you know, know of the story? Uh, yeah, so the sales of all restaurants dropped 35% mm. within months of the incident. And the company eventually had to close 100 restaurants in the Chicago area. Damn. The building was uh, eventually demolished in April of, 20, uh, April of 2001 after briefly housing a dry cleaning establishment and then standing vacant for many years. So a Chase Bank branch office was constructed um, at the former Browns location. As of February 2021, Luna and Degorski are in prison at the Stateville Correction Center. There you go. Uh, yeah. I'll get right on that. <laughs> so you right there. I'll write them in. Yeah. So, so what'd you do with the 1900? Sincerely, your what pen pal, the, where, where's, the, where's the half a mil? Where's, where did the half a mil that is a That is actually a question I would like to know. Yeah. So who got the 450? He's like, yeah, Can't no, I put it all in my books. I will right. So I'm I'm in here living like a king, man. What do you mean? What if he is though? I mean, I'm sure he is because he has somebody who who's giving him access to his. But he just can't have it all. No, you can't have it all on. There's no way you can put 450 on your books. There's there's no way you can have that kind of he's money away with shit, in the he's economy. Paying, he's paying the. Uh, he's got like millions of cigarettes. I mean, it would throw the, the whole uh, economy. Offices and stuff? It would throw the whole economy upside down, bro. You can't have that level of what he can't be. You can't be a one percenter like in prison. You got like as <laughs> <has> a crown. <laughs> I am literally the king of, of Statesville Prison. It's like a real gold. It's got jewels in it. Oh, shit. Why'd you get that made? Yeah. It's KOP. It's a KOP on it. I'm the king, king of, of prison. prison. Yeah, I'm the king of prison. <laughs> That'd be wild. That's yeah, that was wild. my story of the um, brown 19, chicken and pasta. $1,900, bro. Seven people. That's what I'm saying. Seven, that's, what, that's what the whole thing is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then your coworkers or your ex-coworkers, whatever. Yeah. 
There was definitely a miscommunication there. There's be. no way they went in there willing That's to kill seven fight, people man. over nineteen hundred dollars. You may be going here for this shit. You may be kill these innocent people for this. Then you got to split it. A thousand dollars piece, like nine seventy five. Not even not even thousand dollars. Not even a rack. You don't even get a rack. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, rest in peace to those people. And uh, I guess, man, uh, rest in peace to Brown's Chicken. I mean, n- all publicity isn't good publicity. Clearly. Yeah, I don't think they even exist anymore. That's crazy, though. Like the idea that like a chain restaurant, something happens at one of the chains, and then people yeah. go, I don't want to eat at any of the chains. Yeah. This is, it's it's left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, just like. Not the chicken. Love how the chicken, the chicken tastes. Yeah. But just the whole circus surrounding it has left a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, that's a real thing, because when that, it was a, that killing out, that killing that happened out in Essex. Mm-hmm. When I used to, when I, I don't work out there as much, but when I did work out there, that gas station, I was like, but like can't. that gas station, I can't go to that gas station. But that gas station, you didn't stop yeah. going to all. Oh the yeah, Exxons. true, true. But I'm just saying, just yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, I get it. No, yeah, going to a, just a location, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, but yeah. like, I've all never, of them gone. Yeah, like, oh, I never eat at McDonald's again because somebody yeah. got killed at this McDonald's. Maybe they're like, well, it ain't that good, so I don't want to. That's what I'm saying. That's why I would like to hear some 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 feedback from people from the Illinois area. Hundred stores, though. I mean, there's a lot of restaurants that have a lot of chains that don't food doesn't taste good. Arby's. I said the same. You said Arby's. Yeah, fucking beef and cheddar. That makes me nauseous. So just the name, I told you I the went name there, right? of that. It was Why? upset because you went there. Yeah. Why'd you go? Because I because I haven't had it before. So you I was thought like, you were wrong. No, no, no. I was like, let me let me try because I don't know. Because I was like, let me try. Just <laughs> let me just see. I go in there. What'd you get? Take me through. Take me through. First right, of all, so I went in there. How's the customer service when you walk in? No, no. no let me. Okay, I'll, paint the picture. Paint take me. Take so me there. I was like, okay, Arby's. It was even Arby's. Burger King, right? So should have went Barbecue. Bur- Burger King. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah, I should have went. Get there. one of those but chicken subs. That's my go-to. That's what you. I don't eat that. <laughs> but anyway, no, I said that's a dirty, hold it like that? That's a dirty boy sandwich because that's how you got to hold it because so it's so it has so much girth, <laughs> so lengthy. But I, go said, I don't like that bread. I don't like how one side <laughs> opens. I hate, yeah, <laughs> I hate it. Anyway, so I go. I was like, I was like, let me just let me just go to Arby's. Let me let me give it a try. Let me just go to Arby's. Let me just give. You never gave it a try before. No. No, no, I've had Arby's before. Had, okay, but yeah, all right. No, so I was like, let me let me just go get a try. Maybe, maybe I like it. Maybe I like. It. So I go in there. The environment in there is like, <laughs> I go talk about it. What the fuck is? It's just like dead in there. It's like, oh, this is a drug front. This is yes, yeah, man. Go in there. It's like the condiment spot is empty. It's <laughs> nothing there. Well, oh, they, they, and I'm like, Arby's famously, is, they, they, we have the meats. That's all you need on your sandwich. You don't right, need to put, anything, like, else. Don't need to put like, anything else on the sandwich. Like, what do you need this, condiments is for? Is this like a COVID thing? Or like, what? I'm like, there's no condiments here, napkins and none. So I'm like, all right. All right. That's, and I'm going there like, it's empty as shit in here. I'm like, there's nobody in here. One of the workers is like on the phone. And the, <laughs> I don't know if they're on break or what's going on, man. So I go in there. I was like, all right, let me get the, uh, just try some, just the beef and cheddar or whatever. Yeah, that's the go to. Get that. Hot lunch meat sandwich. I'm on break, mind you. So I thought that's I thought, I thought you were saying that's what, what they said to you. No, 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 no. I'm on break. Can I get a beef and cheddar? I'm on break. No, I'm on well, break. Why are you so behind like, the cash register? Then? So I'm like, all right, this is already taking too long. Took long. For, I'm like, get this shit for Arby's. Like, is Arby's waiting bro. for Arby's is nuts. I'm already mad. I'm like, it's lunch meat. It's like I didn't even want to try this shit at first, but I'm like, now I have to wait, wait for long. It? So I get finally get my sandwich right. So the, the employee, the customer service there is super trash. They throw the bag at you. Super trash. They like talk about basketball. I don't know. They in there talk about some bullshit. I don't know what the, it ain't about. My, it ain't about my food. I tell you that. So I get my, I get my food right. Get it. All right. Go back to my lowest little spot. I eat at. Get it. Pop it open. I'm like, roast beef. Don't look, the beef don't look. It's not appetizing. It don't look, it don't look right. It don't, it don't look right. Is it hot? Let me finish. I don't get it. Don't look right. So I'm like, Cheese on, I'm like, all right, it's cheese on it. Maybe that's going like 
spice yeah, it up a little know, bit. You know, Bite cheese. it. Cheese cold. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, nah. But no, it's supposed Tuh. to be a hot sandwich, yeah. right? Yeah. I go, Puh. I spit out, ball up. I just ate the fries, man. I was like, never again. <laughs> Never again. You gotta trust your instincts, bro. I'm the I'm not eating a lunch a lunch meat sandwich Never ever in my it, life, man. bro. A hot lunch meat sandwich, I can't do it. It wasn't hot. <laughs> <laughs> it made you a, a seven year old's lunch sandwich. A, a, a cold uh, a, a cold deli meat <laughs> made you a cold cut burger. A cold cut burger. Get the fuck out of my face. Arby's cold cheese. That fucking drug front. That's the same it's Los Pollos Hermanos from uh, Breaking Bad. They they sell method they sell uh, methamphetamines out of Arby's. The the, Crazy, the the sandwiches is just a front. It is. I heard that's what they do for like uh, mattresses. Mattress yeah, mattress, where, mattress warehouse. Yeah, that's the that's the long standing conspiracy. We'll get into it someday. Someday. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the theory is like, how are there seven mattress warehouses on the same street? Who's buying all these mattresses? Yeah. Why do there need to be this many mattress? And they warehouses? always disappear. They always pop up and disappear because mm-hmm. they launder money. Allegedly. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get into some fucked up shit. So you guys stick around. All right, and we are back. Fran, my affirmative murder this week is the story of Lisa Jones. Um, my source was Murderpedia, as well as a newspaper out of, Stat, out, out of Staten Island. Sorry. <clears throat> so on July 22nd, 2010, Staten Island emergency, emergency responders arrived to an, uh, an apartment building that was engulfed in flames. Emergency responders pulled the bodies of Lisa Jones, age 30, and three children, C.J. Raymond, who was 14, Brittany Jones, who was 10, and Melanie Jones, who was 7. The youngest, 2-year-old Jermaine Sinclair Jr., was rescued from the fire but died later from smoke inhalation. Mm. No one else in the building was injured. The apartment did not have a smoke detector, which is mandated by law, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the device- this, is, this is apartment. apartment it was an apartment building, building okay. and like a low-income mm. low apartment. We've discussed this before. Was, yeah. We talked about the fire in the Bronx. We talked yeah. about the story I did last week about the fire in, in uh, the building in Los Angeles. Just like, uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. These yeah. people aren't priority. They're poor. They're poor. They're immigrants, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the device must be provided by the building's landlord. Yep. The landlord at Jones's building, Albert Maroc- uh, Albert Mar- Morcos, was on vacation in Egypt, according to the residents. Oh, just traveling. You know you're supposed to have a fire extinguisher on, on every floor. You know that, right? I didn't know I didn't that know until that. I bought a house. I didn't know that. Like a fire, you're supposed to have in a, a fire, home, too? In a home, you're supposed to have a fire extinguisher on every floor because the fire, fire extinguisher is to clear pathway. Clear pathway for you to get out. Yeah, got it. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Wow. But I never thought of that. I definitely yeah. didn't have that in my home. <laughs> I don't have one either. You should get on that. No. <laughs> you should get on that. You're canceled, man. I can't even believe you just said that on the microphone. Uh, the three children who were dead at the scene had their throats slit. Hmm. Yeah, po- yeah. Police ruled out the possibility that an intruder committed the crimes and had initially theorized that CJ, the oldest son, had killed his siblings and set fire to the building before slitting his own throat, which hmm. is... I mean, you got to consider all the possibilities, but I couldn't see a 14. I, I mean, you got to think it out, I guess, but like that would be... I'd be like, and he slit his own throat at fourteen, at any age. I, I don't know. That's you know, that's a big. That's a big. That's a big theory. Yeah. But after finding what they thought was the mother's charred charred note with the words "Am sorry" still legible, they turned the attention to Miss Jones as a suspect. From various descriptions of Miss Jones emerges a picture of a mother who was devoted and exacting, yet also harsh and hot tempered. 
Lisa was 16 and living in her native Jamaica when CJ was born. She immigrated with her family to Washington, D.C., and when, uh, when CJ was just an infant, she left him behind for nearly two years while she was dedicating herself to arranging his entry to the United States. So she came okay. here first and then was trying to get everything yeah. sorted out for to get him over here. I know what she's about to say. Yeah, so she, you know, and that happens. Like, yeah. people immigrate and they come get the kids later. I thought you meant, like, she's about to, like... Abandoned. She, yeah, she yeah. Did, did drugs. No, no, no. Right? She's just over here trying to get it set up to bring him over. So CJ was born with a heart problem and frequently fell ill. His mother arranged for surgery he needed in Washington, D.C., and only let family members know about it after the operation was complete. According to a cousin named Annette Daly, she described Miss Jones as independent. So it's like, I don't want your help. I'm not going to beg. I'm going to get it done the best way I can. And if I can't get it done, I'm just it just won't get done because I'm not a person looking for handouts. It's kind of how she was described. C.J.'s father, Earlston Raymond, said he left Miss Jones because of her temper. CJ had reportedly, this isn't confirmed, CJ had reportedly asked about moving back to Jamaica to live with his father outside of Kingston, Jamaica. Raymond also told the press that a close friend of Jones, of Jones's, had called him after the tragedy to say that the mother had earlier admitted to her that she was planning to kill the children and burn the house down. Mm. All of this is alleged, of course. Very one-sided. Miss um, Jones isn't here to, to, to defend herself. Authorities at at Lori Intermediate School, where CJ was enrolled, had been concerned about his family life. Social workers there had observed Miss Jones being verbally or emotionally abusive toward him, according to to a school official who requested to remain anonymous. Friends, neighbors, and other relatives also described Miss Jones as doting. So she is intense and verbally abusive, but she also, you know, makes sure that their hair is tidy and their clothes are clean and she's... You know, she loves her kids and all that stuff. So so she demanded that her children have polite manners and kept them neatly dressed. And this is according to several accounts and witnesses. Miss Jones helped provide for her children by utilizing the by appointment food pantry at Faith United Methodist Church in, in Port Richmond. Lisa Jones was an overwhelmed mother of four who was attending beauty school in St. George. She hadn't worked allegedly since January of that year when she was working at a Macy's in, in the Staten Island mall where she was hired as a seasonal security guard. So that's not even guaranteed work, which would make sense why she hadn't worked since January. Cause you know, they fire all those people after the yeah. holidays are over, which yeah. is like such a shitty job. It's, it's like it's bullshit, man. Like, I hate that shit. But you know, you ever pe- had a job like that? No, seasonal. but I mean, I remember like we, when we worked at Abercrombie, like people would, they would hire those people. I think I was. You were seasonal? I think I still. But you know, I pulled pull some strings. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I had some juice. I was like, no, that's, that's <laughs> my family. You got to keep them all. You know, yeah. I got to make sure my brother eats. So, you know, I, you know, I, look, <laughs> out. I look out. Yeah, you know, I got you. But, um, yeah, no, the idea that, like, that's so exploitive. Like, I need a job. So I'll take this job for the three months. Yeah. But, like, damn, like, I, can you just, that's can stressful. I just that's work? Stressful, can I just man. stay here? I know, I know, like, this has an end to it. Yeah. That's so, the stressful part about it. It's like, yeah. This not it's not temporary last. work. Yeah. But, but the company can, but they have you over a barrel. It's like, we need more staff, but we don't want to have staff all year round. So we'll hire you for a little bit. And you're going to take, somebody's going to take the job because they yeah, need it. They need it, yeah. So uh, she had been indebted to her landlord in Port Richmond and had been evicted for non-payment in 2008 from her home in Washington, D.C., where she was for a brief period and, and unbeknownst, unbeknownst to her family, because like I said, she's prideful, homeless. 
So she was so indebted to her landlord in D.C. that she lost her living situation and nobody knew, but she was homeless for a little bit while she was in D.C. until she moved to Long Island. Or Staten Island, sorry. According to Dr. Donna Cohen, a professor at the University of South Florida and a leading expert on murder-suicides, the person with a mental illness has an intense attachment to the victims and in most cases feels threatened that their relationship is about to change. The motivation is that nobody else can take care of them. In their minds, I am responsible and I would rather we be dead than not be able to control things. Surmising based on the thousands of cases she studied, she went on to say, quote, I'd say this mother was feeling unable to provide for her children. And I think that she saw herself as a good mother who would rather see her kids death than to see their world fall apart and not be able to take care of them. That's love for her. Yeah. In a lot of cases, she's saying to the person who commits the murder suicide, it's not as it's not always an act of, of like anger. It's almost an act of love to them. Yeah. Like they're doing them a favor. Yeah. Yes. The medical examiner ruled that Miss Jones's death from smoke inhalation was a suicide and that CJ's death was a homicide. The autopsies revealed that both the mother and the teen had ingested some type of pill, but the pill was not the cause of the deaths. The autopsy results also showed that neither CJ nor his two sisters, aged 7 and 10, suffered any smoke inhalation meaning they were dead before the fire was set in the house yeah. on Nicholas Avenue. So their throats were slit. That's how they were killed. Mm. She just lit the house on fire and just laid down somewhere and just accepted it. And with the, with the two-year-old, who I guess she couldn't bring herself to, to kill him. So he ended up dying of smoke inhalation a couple of days later. Yeah, Roughly 2,000 Americans a year are killed in murder-suicides. The perpetrator is usually a man. And 70% of murder-suicides involve couples, while 6% involve infants and children. This is according to data from the Violence and Injury Prevention Program at the University of South Florida. So that was the story of Lisa Jones. Um, humanity, society, it's always been crazy. This is, not, this is not new. People have always been wild and scary. and cra- It's always been this way, but it's just you can turn your TV on and see it a lot more often these days because yeah. there's a lot more cameras in the world. Yep. But it's this is this is nothing new. Just we see it more often these days. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into these good vibes, huh? Good, 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 good Yes, that's right, folks. It's time for some good vibes to kick things off, kick your week off nice, kick your life off right, just to make you feel better overall as you journey out into this treacherous, treacherous world. Uh, Fran, my good vibes story this week is drew me in with the headline alone. I don't even really know what the story's about, but this, the headline's so it's so funny. I was like, I'm picking this one. So uh, my good vibes story this week is about a mom who found her cat after eight months when she recognized the cat's meow from a phone call. The cat's meow. The cat's me. Yeah, the cat's meow. So, uh, a family has been reunited with their cat that went missing eight months ago after they recognized the feline's distinct meow during a phone call to the vet. Which I, I wish I had audio of the distinct meow. But forty-year-old Rachel Lawrence had been on the phone with the phone to vets for pets regarding another cat named Torvi, who had recently had an operation when she heard a meow in the background. The mom of three instantly knew the meow and asked about it. 
but was told the call was to, but was told the call belonged to a stray cat that had been brought in a week ago. Rachel ended the call but couldn't stop thinking about the meow and wondered if it could have been it could have belonged to her cat, Barnaby, who had been gone who had gone missing 8 months ago. She called back to ask if the stray cat was black with a distinct white blotch of fur on the back of its foot, but couldn't believe it when the vet told her that the description matched. Rachel immediately rushed to the vet with photos to confirm the match. There's a, and they have a picture of a uh, little Barnaby right there. A little mangy, little mangy thing. <laughs> uh, Rachel, who lives in, in uh, Braintree, in Braintree, Essex, said, I couldn't believe what was happening. I just cried when I saw him full on. I was sobbing, just absolutely howling. I just couldn't believe it. I don't know what you know area that is, but that's the best you're going to get from me. Uh, she video called her kids and said, look who I've got. Uh, during the lockdowns in 2020, Rachel had paid for an independent company to come to her home and chip Barnaby uh, should he ever go missing. She paid for the service and registered the chip details online, but it wasn't until Barnaby went missing that she discovered that the chip had not worked. It was a scam. Uh, upon being re reunited with her beloved pet, Rachel asked the vet to chip Barnaby, and there they did. Now, all is safe and well, and the family cat is back home and enjoying lots of, lots of attention so he can return to his healthy previous self. Rachel says... He's now eating really, really well. So just we just need him to get back to his full health. And I'm so happy that the kids are thrilled to have him home. So that's very sweet. You know, Animal Rio. It's like Milo. It's like that movie Milo. Remember Milo? No. You don't remember Milo? Okay, it's fine. That's that's about. I guess. Fuck me. Uh, no, don't worry about it. What's your, what's your, <laughs> what's your story? What's your story? Um, so my story is about uh, an 800-mile, $78 journey from Kentucky to Florida brought a smiling snowman to a classroom full of kids many of whom have never laid eyes much less a finger on snow i remember younger just hearing like some people that don't get snow go like what that's crazy you've never seen snow before <laughs> uh if one of if one has family from florida it's normal to find they they've never seen snow this was the case for kindergarten teacher robin hughes who realized almost all the kids in her florida classroom had never laid eyes on frozen precipitation after flipping through a book about snow with them. It was it was this real, realization following a trip home from Thanksgiving that drove her to ask a curious request of her sister, Amber, who lived in um, Louisa, Kentucky. She asked if uh, Amber could mail her some some of it on some of it on the off chance um, that it snowed that year. So fast forward to January 8th. They got 10 inches of snow. Uh-huh. And when like when I hear uh I was talking to Nick and you know he has a buddy living in New York and he was like, Yeah, they got like 14 inches of snow. I go, mm. What? That is insane, man. So much snow. That yeah. is so much snow. We haven't gotten snow like that in some time. <laughs> so much snow, it's man. Crazy. And they just I guess you're just used to it. You just like we just yeah, maneuver hey. around it. Like winter, winter weather. That is insane. Uh so he's requested that she build a snowman for her classroom and they mailed the snowman. To her, guesstimate how, how much you think that how much that run how much that run you? Oh, what? Like a, that's like a first of all that's priority, right? Yeah, it's priority. That's overnight. That's expensive. And um, a, let's say a snow a snowman weighs eight pounds. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't, I don't work up front, so I don't, I don't deal with that. You know, you can't even do Rain Man. Guess, guess. I don't, the I don't have to deal with that. We, we, no, no mailman would know. Like, hey, how much? If you would go, and we get this question, like, well, how much you think this is? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't have my department. I don't have a weight. I'm not carrying around. No I thought they train you all like on the same stuff, like in the military. Uh, that's, those are clerks. We don't. That's a whole different. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, that's a whole. That's just clerks. Uh, I'm not a clerk. I'm a mailman. Well, my my bad. That's a different craft, man. That's we don't we don't a uh, different craft. That's what they call it. We don't uh, do that. <laughs> I don't know, but I, know I bet it's a, a few hundred dollars. Definitely expensive. Yeah, and I'm surprised they made it there in one piece. My mom tried to mail a box, and they told her just because of the, the dimensions, they were like, "This is gonna be seventy five dollars mm. to mail this." Three pound box, so a snowman. Yeah, four fifty. Well, no, it's what seventy five bucks, seventy eight dollars. That's what it says on there. Yeah. Oh, whoa, Shocking. that's expensive for a snowman. That's expensive, man. Cause you got to get that there immediately. Then it's in Florida, right? Then it's going to Florida. They put it in Florida. Yeah, I mean, they put it so in like immediately. Ice, it's, and it's like a cooled box, I guess. I don't know. They're like like when they do like. Um, on HelloFresh, one they probably yeah, put in one of those yeah, they boxes. put them in an ice box. Yes, but they they, they got it. You know, the, they had um had blueberries for eyes, get care for the nose and little sticks for little arms. They got it. It was a little, little you know, a little little little, little, little disheveled. Fuck, yeah, little a little fucked disheveled. up a little bit, but that's because you know had long journey. Them and yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know how we do <laughs> throwing them, so it's a little <laughs> look a little. Don't uh, let us say caution. There's a, a drunk. There's a snowman, and there's like pff, snowman. Yeah. Fucking mail the snowman. Throw it up against Fragile. the wall. <laughs> All that shit. Yeah, man. But they did get it, and they was amazed about the little snowman they got. It touched That's it. Cool. They never seen snow before. It's, I think it's cool. I it's mean, for I, the kids. You know, you know, I'll be out. love the kids. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's still crazy. I go like, yeah, I've never, I don't, what? You don't get snow? You don't get snow? What? Yeah. I mean, California, yeah, I think man, it's, it's, dope, it's, it's 80 degrees every day. They don't know anything. They're going, they're going to fucking Knott's Berry Farm in January, riding rides, Must wearing nice. shorts. I don't know. I like seasons. Must be nice. I like seasons too, but I'm like just saying seasons. like, but when it get brutal, you go, damn. Yeah. When it's real, way. when it's 14 it's inches of snow on the ground, I'm like, man, I would love to be in California. Yeah. Right now. But to see, you tell the spring is coming because it's like the time, you know, I was getting dark at like five, it was getting dark at like five o'clock. Yeah, it's getting yeah. dark at like five 30. Like mm-hmm. It's starting yeah. to, starting to change a little bit. And I yeah. go, ah, yes. One thing, I'm not excited for summer, but still like, no, nobody I don't like getting darker. One thing I'll say though, here's what I'll say. And this might be a controversial hey, West coast folks. You can come at me. I don't give I don't care. You guys can't even really appreciate a nice day. Cause every day's night. I would take that first nice day of spring over every day being nice in California. Like when you come out of the winter time and you get that first day, that's like 79. Yeah. You appreciate it so much yeah. more because it's because you don't get them a lot. Yeah, or you haven't had yeah, one in a while. while. Yeah, when every day is like eighty five, you just it's like you become a zombie about it. Yeah, when it's when well, it's you probably start wasting them too. Yeah, like, you oh, don't even appreciate a nice like day tomorrow. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it's eighty two in a in a March, you're like, man, nah, everybody go out. out. Yeah, we yeah, gotta go out. Girls putting on nice clothes, yeah, guys putting on nice clothes. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. it's an event. Yeah, y'all don't <laughs> it know. is. Y'all don't, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know what that's nah. like. Y'all don't know excitement like that. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah, that was a little bit of good vibes. Frank, you got any recommendations? I started watching that show, Nathan. Nathan for you. I told. It reminds me of um Borat a little bit. Yes, yes. He he, he because Nathan he doesn't break. Yeah. And it fascinates me that he's able to do the things that the things that he does yeah. and he doesn't break. It's it really is. It's 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 fascinating. Yeah, I saw the first two episodes. Um, Bob's Burgers dude was in that one. 
His voice is voice, so distinct, yeah. man. His face not at all. His face not distinct no, at all. But He's his voice is go. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's me. I know that voice. It's crazy. You you hear that voice. And that's just his voice. He's not even. Yeah, man. Some people you see, like, like if you watch, I like watching Bob's Burgers um, behind the scenes stuff of them doing the audio. Yeah. And everybody has to do like a, this is me talking. And this is my character. He just is like, yeah, no, this is just me talking just all the time. (laughs) It's always how I sound. I'm like, this dude. His voice, Nat. Million dollar voice. You like watch, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Archer, you go, that's him and that too? Yeah, same guy. (laughs) Archer, Bob, it's always the same guy. That's He's, you know what, man? He's got the easiest job in the world. Yeah. Because he really just has to show up and say, and say his lines. He doesn't have to do like a, I'm doing a magical voice. Yeah. Like he just is like, yeah, hey. And his, and he's like very flat. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like he might as well be drinking a beer in the studio. He's like, oh man, they're going to blow up the, the car. Oh, scary. Yeah. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I could be around somebody that all the time, though. Just crack, because you just, just crack like, it. I just be smiling at him all the time. It's like, man, it's hot out here. You're like, just think of Bob's burgers all the time, just constantly, man. It's like, so you're silly, Bob. He's like, no, nah, really. What do you want to eat? You want to get from the store? You want to get salmon, or you want to do? <laughs> uh, me, uh, recommendations for me, Fran. I started watching a show. Everybody's probably starting to talk about it. People are gonna. I think this show is gonna be held in high regard for a long time. I think, and this is listen. I don't like to speak in hyperbole, but this might be one of my favorite shows. Of all time, and I'm not even finished the season yet. I'm on episode four. What is it? It's called Murderville. It's okay. on Netflix. It's yeah, it's on Netflix. It's 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 Will Arnett, and he plays a detective. This show is brilliant. It's first of all, let me say that it's a comedy. Ooh. It's called Murderville, and the premise of the show is every week this detective uh, gets a new partner because his partner died. What? And but the <laughs> but his his partner is like an actual celebrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been. Marshawn Lynch. Every time? Yes. It's been Marshawn Lynch. It's, it's been Kamel Nanjani. It's been just like really funny people, right? And the, the premise is they have to solve a murder. Okay. It's a scripted show. Yeah. But you know you, you know when you're watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia and you go, how the hell did they film this scene without laughing? Yeah. They keep that scene in. Really? That's the scene they use. So they're laughing. They're breaking character while they're doing the scenes. And it's it's like improv, and it you can tell that some of the stuff is like this is the first time we're doing it. Like you're just gonna do what I tell you to do. Yeah. Every every episode has a scene where Will Arnett goes, "All right, so listen, we're gonna try to get them to confess to selling the drugs. So put this earbud in your ear and go in there and just say what I say." Mm-hmm. And then like Marshawn Lynch is doing that, but it's not like it's it's almost like. Um, Impractical Jokers, but it's all comedians. It's not like real people. It's like a scripted show with improv. It's 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 brilliant. It's like fucking. And then also the the other brilliant part about it is if you really if you pay attention, you can solve the crime at the end of the show, oh, like because yeah. they leave the clues. So oh. it'll be like it'll be like uh, the every episode starts off with a murder, and the uh the the you know they go through the crime scene. This person was stabbed in the neck. Based on the way that the knife went in, you can tell that the person's right-handed. And then this note says this, and you can look at the handwriting on the note. And then it'll be like, and whoever did it uh, is really good at, you know, singing or mm-hmm. so whatever. And then so they go and interview suspects, and you can pay attention to like, yeah, uh, I just finished writing this uh, this this new song or whatever. You, you, you're picking up on clues, and then they the three suspects are in front of you at the end of the episode, and you go. Okay, well, that guy's right-handed, but he can't sing. And this guy is whatever. And you can pick before they tell you. 
So if you pay attention, you can pick up the clues and you can guess. It's like Dora the Explorer for, for like theater kids. Mm. It's like if you like improv and you like mystery and you like. They let, they let you pick. You know, some shows they had that on. That no, they don't like. Who do you think? It, yeah. they don't, it's not literally like Dora the Explorer in that way. But what it is is like. They asked, no, I mean like some shows they had on that. Oh, like you. Oh, oh, like what's it? What was it? Uh, that fucking Black Mirror. They had the Black Mirror had the movie. I think it was. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Botanical, Bazinga, or whatever. It's like you can pick which what happens next. It's not like that. This is the brilliant part. Sometimes the actor who's there, who's the guest, uh, um, partner. Yeah. Sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. So like they have done this episode of this show. They've picked up on it and then it's like, all right. Who do you think was who? Which one of these guys is the killer? Yeah. And then they go, I think it was uh, this person. And then every time the chief of police police comes in and they go, nice job. Why do you think this? It was this person. And they give the reasons why because they did this, they did this, and they did that. And they go, well, you're wrong. It was this person. And then they tell you why. And then they flash back to all this, all the clues oh, that were shit. in the episode. Girl. So it's like you could have picked them up if you paid attention. It's like, and then at home you're like, that's what I said. Yeah. The writing on the wall. And then the the the, the he he throw CDs you like pick it up and then they tell you like yeah so if you picked up on these clues this is why this is the person that killed the person oh it's, shit it's I'm a, about to go and watch that shit it's an incredible how many episodes is it I mean a season's worth of show I mean let's say let's say it was eight but I'm only on four and it's already one of my favorite shows of all definitely time gonna watch it's again. brilliant it's like a it's a brilliant show it's like it's interactive it's funny it's improvisational it's just it's 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 a masterpiece I love the show Murderville highly recommend it also, as you know, you came in, started rewatching Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Incredibly underrated show. And I've seen it a thousand times, but I haven't seen it a thousand times in a while. Mm. So it's been a while since I went back and rewatched it. So I'm going through it again. It's such a brilliant show. It's underrated. And so if you have never seen Malcolm in the Middle, definitely recommend that. But what I'm on right now, Murderville. It's it's brilliant television. I'm going to go and watch it right now. You should definitely do that. It's, I'm it, falsely. <laughs> I'm next week. I'm gonna be like, hey, so how many Murderville's did you watch? What's what's Murderville? Like, <laughs> I just talk, I did like I, for, I felt like I was talking for five minutes. Told you the whole whole plot of the whole show. Like, oh yeah, I don't know. I'll check it out next time. <laughs> I'll check it. I'll check it out tonight. You gonna say that again? All right, I'll check it out when I get home, and then it just never happens again. Anyway, uh, no, uh, like like I said, hey, listen, folks, it's Black History Month. Black history is American history, and uh, you know American history shouldn't be relegated to one month, right? So. You know, enjoy Black History Month, learn some new stuff, but don't just, when February 28th comes and the next day, just like, all right, well, see you guys next year. It's American history. Learn about it. Spread the information. Improve yourself. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner and true crime friend, So Evans. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 